0: Hi there, Monica White, Licensed Mental Health Counselor here. Welcome to Boost Your EQ. This is the podcast where I teach the most important psychology skills you can learn to build abundant, thriving relationships with yourself and the people around you. This episode is 8 Ways to Increase Your Happiness. Let's just go ahead and get started. This officially is the last episode of season two. So season one and season two were all about self-awareness and social awareness. So I focused the first season a lot on self-awareness, and season two I started to focus on social awareness. So that's like career and jobs, etc. And The reason is because in order to be a healthy boss, a healthy leader, a healthy entrepreneur, a healthy manager, etc., we need to have the basic EQ skills, so the basic emotional intelligence skills to know ourselves and how others around experience us. Today's episode, I'm going to break down the eight ways to increase your happiness. Also, if you want to go back to episode 25 that's when I discussed resilience for success. So you can go to episode 25, Resilience for Success, and listen to this episode, Eight Ways to Increase Your Happiness, and they go hand-in-hand hand together. So you can find both those on my podcast at Boost Your EQ, and you can find them on my Instagram at go. Naturally, as a business owner or a boss of a company, you do have to work with a team of people. So social skills are really important. And like most things I teach, they are a daily practice. So it's a daily habit to learn these EQ skills. That's why I try to make everything into simple checklists. And if you follow me on Instagram at WellBeToGo, you can find today's simple checklist. It's under eight ways to increase your happiness. So question, did you know that the more you focus on building happiness into your life, the more resilient you become? So building happiness is actually a skill. I've always said that, you know, we have more negative emotions than positive. And unfortunately, it's the positive emotions that tend to lead us to success. And they help us connect with ourselves and with others. So developing and cultivating happiness and joy and positivity is realistic and it's sustainable. So I found these eight tips at the Stress, Resilience, and Happiness Seminar presented by this wonderful PhD, Dr. Allison Don she was a super cool and fun presenter so i really liked the stress resilience and happiness seminar by dr Don. so she was amazing and if you end up liking these steps you can check out other books such as the resilience factor and flourish by martin seligman he's the dr seligman is the positive psychology guy so if you end up liking this topic you may want to look into resilience and other books on positive psychology such as authentic happiness learn optimism flourish etc etc all right so let's break down the eight ways to increase your happiness and this is my cliff notes version so my cliff notes checklist of the full day conference at stress resilience and happiness seminar Okay, so let's just get started. So again, practicing a daily habit. So we do need to have and cultivate a daily practice to increase our general happiness. So again, as mentioned, you know, we have a lot of obstacles and challenges in life and there's a lot to learn. However, as everything I teach, starting and cultivating a daily practice to increase our happiness does work. And here is how we can start. Step number one, find some play, some humor every single day. Okay, I know upon first hearing this, it's like, yeah, right, I'm an adult, I have to work 40 hours a week, I have all these responsibilities, I'm super overwhelmed. I know, that's our first response. So when we hear we gotta have some play and some humor every single day, it's like, how? It's kind of a lot to ask, right? It seems like it. However, I think you know what I'm going to say, so I'm just going to say it. Here it is. If you want to increase your happiness, you do need to find some play, some humor every single day. So of course, naturally happier people around you, the easier it is to do that. I know it's easier said than done, but that's step number one. So step number two is find ways to give yourself permission to take care of your true wants and needs. I love the saying, give yourself permission and ask yourself, how am I holding myself back? So those are two really good questions you can journal and ask yourself. So number one, give yourself permission to explore your true wants and needs. So whatever you truly, truly want and you truly, truly need, you have to give yourself the permission to explore that and take care of it. And also, you can always ask, how am I holding myself back? So that's usually the other question that I ask people. So number two is to find ways to give yourself permission to take care of your true wants and needs. Again, easier said than done, but that is our personal journey to Developing our happiness. Step number three to increase our daily happiness is if you know what makes you happy, prioritize it, schedule it into your calendar, and do it regularly. Okay, this does require a lot of personal responsibility. So think about what makes you happy, prioritize it, and schedule it into your calendar and do it regularly. So that's really hard because it's so much easier to get the to-do list done and to focus on that. However, if you're not scheduling happiness and things that bring you joy into your calendar, you may not do it. So a lot of us forget to schedule things that we love to do. You do wanna do it at least weekly though. So find those things that make you happy and do them weekly at least at bare minimum, right? And you'll notice if you don't do those things that make you happy and you don't prioritize and schedule them, that you'll forget to do it and then all of a sudden you'll go through a couple weeks where you get really off balance and things start to fall apart. So I know that if I go one to two weeks and I haven't done things that make me happy, I tend to get pretty cranky and pretty negative. So it's really important to schedule these into our calendar, commit to them, and do them regularly. Again, easier said than done. That's why this is a daily practice, and that's why I'm here to help and motivate you and try to inspire you to start working on building those daily happiness habits. Step number four, know that you can make happiness a goal and that you can control and increase happiness. Okay, this is like a mind-blowing statement. I did not know that we can make happiness a goal because <laughs> no one ever tells you that. In fact, that's not a thing that we teach people. And it's so sad, but it's true, right? So I didn't even know I could make happiness a goal. Like no one ever said that I can prioritize it and commit to it, right? Until I went to this workshop and Dr. Allison Don. You know, this PsyD, this um, researcher, told me that science says that happiness can be a goal. It's actually evidence-based. So until I heard that, you know, I may not have believed it, which is, you know, a statement of the times, right? And it's also interesting that we can control and increase happiness. I won't get into that today, but that's just a fascinating concept. So my mind was kind of blown after hearing this. All right, step number five is find ways to practice gratitude by reframing difficult experiences and journaling positive moments. Hmm, okay. So we've probably heard of gratitude journals. That's just building your ability to look at positive moments and to pay attention to them, right? It does make you happier when you're able to think and remember positive moments. Again, as humans, we tend to be more negative. We have more negative emotions cuz we're just coping and surviving, etc. However, in order to practice gratitude and build our daily happiness, we do need to focus on the positive moments. So, one of my friends and I, we make gratitude videos. So, every time we do something fun like go out to eat, Um, vacations etc we do gratitude videos and it's just a way to remember all the good times so a lot of times when we look backwards you know on a vacation we just had we tend to remember the negative moments like oh the lines were so long and it took forever to get through customs etc you know we can find a ton of negative experiences however rarely Do we reframe these difficult experiences? And even more rarely, do we ever journal the positive moments? So we could say, hey, wow, we did a great job getting through all those hurdles and obstacles and look at all the positive moments that we made. So I like to do these gratitude videos and it reminds me of all the good times. And then pretty soon you're like, oh my gosh, is my life a stream of like good times? And yeah, yeah, really... It is, you know, in the past year, I did so many amazing and crazy and fun, had so many wonderful moments, and I tend to think of, you know, all the areas where I didn't do well enough. But that is, that's not healthy, right? That's super irrational. So I'm missing all the positive moments. That's why number five, we want to find ways to practice gratitude by journaling or doing video journals etc. and sharing those positive moments step number six is cultivate social experiences Remember and savor the small moments in these social experiences humans are social We are social creatures and if we isolate and withdraw we get kind of sad that's why the nature of big social events like sporting events and um, movies and concerts and parades etc. That's why we do these social experiences So we want to cultivate social experiences We want to get out there and go see the live performance or go to the sporting Um, event like we want to actually be there and be involved and be around people so you do want to cultivate social experiences you know it could be concerts it could be uh, vacations etc so those are some ways to increase your daily happiness and of course as you know anticipation is as exciting and as important as the actual experience so you want to get excited about looking forward to events and those are some ways to increase your daily happiness Step number seven, practice mindfulness, meditation, relaxation, and other stress reduction methods when you're kind of in a low level. Now, actually, I'm going to discuss in the next episode about excitement. So when you're revved up and you're really anxious, you actually do want to use excitement because you're already aroused. So when you're anxious, let's say you're going to do a performance, so you're going to go do some public speaking, you want to get excited. So you want to like, hype yourself up and like get yourself really excited because that is the antidote to anxiety and anticipation. However, in your day-to-day routine, you do also want to practice some of these like calm, low-level arousal things like mindfulness, meditation, etc. So use a combination of stress reduction and mindfulness in your regular day-to-day and also use excitement and anticipation when you're doing something that's really anxiety-provoking, like giving a performance or public speaking. You wanna like rev yourself up. So those are two different ways to uh, cultivate um, coping strategies, and they're just different levels of arousal. So when you're calm, you do different things, and when you're anxious and um, really like tense and nervous about something, then you get excited. So you can use both strategies. In season one, I discussed how I used anxiety and anticipation and excitement to become a really effective tennis organizer. So I used to get anxious when i would organize people but then you know i started saying hey you know i'm just gonna show up and i'm like ready to go i'm gonna play hard and like hit really well i'm gonna get like all excited so i ended up bypassing my anxiety loop and just showing up and doing it and you know I felt like I had a pretty good four year run of organizing a tennis group. So for me, anxiety, like um, reappraisal. So bypassing the anxiety thought loop and just getting excited worked super effectively for me. And um, yeah, so that's a variation of step number seven. So let's move forward to step number eight. Step number eight in your daily practice of how to increase your happiness is to take a time out from electronic devices and actively engage with activities and people around you. Oh, I'm not going to get into this one too much, but that was part of the tips at the Stress, Resilience, and Happiness seminar. So I'm sure so much could be said about that. However, I think in general, the social media culture, I think most people get it. And so they are taking breaks from social media. So that's really important. You know, we have to be rooted in interactions with people around us. And in fact, that's why I started working at the hospital. So I wanted to have that daily interaction with people. And now it's hard to balance all those things, but I didn't want to sit at home and be isolated from people because obviously being an online business owner and um, social media entrepreneur, we tend to get pretty isolated because we're constantly working so that's why i started the job at the hospital and um, keep a certain level of engagement and i also schedule and prioritize activities with people that i love and that bring happiness and joy to my life so you know all this is easier said than done and of course it's as marie forlia says progress, not perfection. So you can keep these tips in mind and just be more aware of how you commit, schedule, and prioritize to building happiness into your day-to-day routine. okay that's it those are the eight ways to increase your daily happiness by creating and cultivating this daily practice to increase your general well-being and feelings of joy and abundance Okay, so I'm really really happy because I just finished season two and I said that in January I would start season three So I am ready to finish this season and I'm so happy and I will see you all in season three So that's it for me. This is the end of season two I went through most of the skills that I know for self-awareness and social awareness and next season I'm gonna work on business mindset and strategy, and etc, etc. We'll see where it goes. So have a great week, friends. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you in season three. Take care, friends.